And we are live. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. This is Dwayne the Ghost. Dwight terrorizing Isaac. Yeah. And we are... We have some uh, interesting news today. Some bittersweet news. Exciting news. But... News that... Um, that, that that's It's pertinent. Yeah. Um... As you guys know, we've been um, we've been talking about projects that we're working on and different things, and we've been kind of excited to bring this project to you guys. And today we're gonna we're gonna let you guys in on the a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. For 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 a number of reasons. Um, main one being that we may be somewhat pivoting from our original idea, which is good and bad news. Yes. Not only bad news, it's, it's bad because it's kind of sad because we have to, take a, 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 have to slow down from our original idea. But based on the information that we gathered, it's led us to a kind of a... A, a different a, path. If you a small iteration of, of the original idea for the most part. So we're, we're kind of excited to bring that. So what we, we, what we are working on um, to bring you guys in we're working on uh, something we were calling Project Lime. And essentially what that was, was a gamer's social media platform, if you will. Am I? Yeah. That's the best way to describe yes, it? Yeah, that's the best way to describe it, yeah. So we were working on uh, a gamer's social media platform where gamers can, uh, mainly, well, we'd have started Caribbean, mainly. Um, mainly Caribbean gamers could have got on there and, you know, It'll have the, the potentials for, for live streaming as well. Um, monetization, you know, would have gotten you paid and all that. Um, but yeah, a gamer social media platform is what we're working on. And working with the RT Park, and, and there's a wealth of resources, a wealth of information, a wealth of mentors and knowledge that we, could, we gather from. And going through this process and everything that we, we, we've been doing, We've decided that we may have to put Project Lime on hold for a little bit because we're kind of pivoting into something else that will kind of help us to gather more information and help us to gather more expertise, if you will, so that when we do pivot back to Project Lime, that it would be, you know, we would have a better understanding of how to go about doing it. Yeah. Am, I, am I correct in saying that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, essentially, I mean, we've been working on this project for a while and we've been gathering the knowledge and the know-how, but in terms of our expertise, we're not developers or programmers. So there is a gap that needs to be filled, not just on our part, but, you know, there's a number of resources that would, it would require that requires us to take a different uh, path, but the destination is... Um, it's still going to be the same. Um, so for now, we're we are right now we are working on um, Vivian's website. Exciting news! Yep, we are going to be launching Vivian 
this website. I don't know if it'll be vivian.com or virginalsvideogamenetwork.com. We haven't worked on the domain yet, but I would say, based on the information that we gathered for working on Project Lime, VIVN website is is, I mean, it's going to be awesome. Uh, besides the fact that it's going to have, you know, it's going to be our hub, because for those of us who've been following us, you know, we've been doing, we've been using the social medias as our hubs. You know, we've been using the Facebook, we've been using, you know, Snap and all of that, and we're still going to stay on those platforms. Um, just that now with VIVN.com, it's going to be. The, the the place to get all your VIVN news and we will be you know working on different things that kind of small iterations of Project Lime to kind of bring you know VI gamers together on VIVN.com it's, I'm, I'm pretty excited and just visually alone it, it looks awesome I mean we, we, we did a lot of work this week and again using some of the information we gathered from our interviews and Different things our that mentor we meeting. our mentor meetings and everything. We 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 got some some good feedback and we we're taking it in the vivn.com realm and I th- it's exciting. I think it's 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 going to be big. Yeah, we're um in the business world. There's so much there's so much knowledge to grasp and there's there's no shortage of it and there's and being I want to commend us for being smart enough to know where we stand. I went to pivot because we could still we could we could continue and say you know we're still going full force with it, but I don't think we'd be as successful as if we're if, if we don't do it the way we're doing it though. Because like I said, there's there's so much there's so much knowledge to gain and there's so much different things about business, to especially learn. these type these types of businesses, um, digital you know startups and different things like that. There's 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 so much to do, so much to know, and you could take any small ounce of information and run with it. Mm-hmm. But you don't you, you won't necessarily be as successful as if you take your time and learn every everything there is to know. Yeah, and like I said, it's one thing I guess we can use kind of as a good idea is that it's good to know when. To make corrective adjustments and having to, you know, maybe take a step back to take two steps forward, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing right now. Because, like you said, we, we could, we, we could, we can, we have the resources, I guess, if you will, to still run forward with Project Lime, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't have the, the vital information that we would need to make sure that it's successful. 100%. So, in doing what we're doing now, is going to give us that. And it's going to give us somewhat of a time gap to, to gather that information so that when we do move forward with Project Lamb, we'll be a lot, lot, a lot more further ahead, a lot more knowledgeable, a lot more mm-hmm. know-how. So it's, it's good to know when to, to pivot and make correct, corrective adjustments because that's, that's all part of a, a bigger strategy, if you will, yeah. to being overall successful. So... Um, for those that are out there that are that are maybe, you know, working on something or you know, trying to see where, where they find or they have an idea that they they want to move forward with, that they may not know how to, try try to see what corrective adjustments can be made as far as what pivots you can do to to still get your overall goal accomplished, but maybe in a smaller form or maybe in a more 
like a first iteration kind of a form where you can you can still accomplish somewhat of what you wanted to do but also gather information so that you can move forward so yeah bite-sized goals to reach the, the final goal 100 percent. so it's good to know when to to make those adjustments you know and break your your ultimate goal down to bite-sized goals and, and the next thing I, I, w- I would stress is try to think things all the way through because everyone including ourselves have this way of like when you have a great idea you think about your great idea and you you, you always think about it up until the up, up until the good part like yeah, I have this idea, and this is gonna be this kind of thing, and I, I, I think this is how it's gonna work, and this is how it's, this is how it is. But sometimes you gotta push past that. You gotta push past. Okay, this is how it works. But what if this happens? Or this is how it works. Okay, this is how you think it'll work. But what is the the solution to such and such problem? Or what if this problem comes up? What is the solution to that problem? Mm-hmm. So try to think your your your. When you have these these ideas, try to think them all the way through, because there's so many things that could happen that you, you probably don't necessarily even wouldn't even think of that could happen. But do your best to not only surround yourself with people that could help you, but do your best to to try to think of all surrounding outcomes, all surrounding problems that would need a solution, and try mm-hmm. to find a solution. And when you when you truly think that you've pushed past everything and you thought of everything and you have all the answers you know even then that, that's a good time to bring it to someone and then have them drill you have them figure out okay well okay this is how you think it's gonna work but you know maybe this happens you know and try to answer all their questions and if you if you truly have something that you think that you have rock solid then maybe you do have something rock solid you know mm-hmm. but try to make sure you push it all the way through it's not just good to think about you know the good parts and, and how you think it would work, and you know what you know all 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 the things that you think you know all, all the good reasons why it would be to do it. Think of also why it would be a good reason not to do it. You know what I mean? Yep. Making the right adjustments, uh, I think we're doing right now, and I, I'm pretty excited actually. This is actually. Although on paper it may seem like we're taking a step back, I think this is still a step forward because it's one hundred percent a step forward because it's. I I, I like what how Vivian it has become. Yeah, it's something that we haven't that we haven't done, but it's something that we need to do before we can, yeah. before we can do anything else. Because we still need we we do need the wealth of information we need, and not only that, but it it's also a good way to to figure out what it is you know we we can always think of what we think we need but how do how do how do our audience feel how, how do you guys feel mm-hmm. what do you think vivn should be you know what i mean these things are important too so 100 we're right now we're our one of our well one of our, my main goals for the website is to to give every virgin Island gamers a voice you know what i mean mm-hmm. as to what you want gaming to be in the virgin islands because right now, I mean, VIVN is, is it's it's my brother and I, and we're you know we're we're just two guys, but we we have now been opened up to a resource of information and help mm-hmm. that I feel that we, we can now stretch that out to you guys. Yeah, we can do anything <clears throat> to the point. Yeah, well, I feel we can do anything, but what is it we should be doing? You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to. Every Caribbean gamer has something they feel should be better, whether it's 
you know, our internet service being better, or maybe it's, you know, shining a spotlight on us, or maybe it's, you know, everything, everyone has an idea of why they, what, what they think could be better. Mm-hmm. And now we want to hear from, we want to hear from you guys. We want to, we want to know what it is that people are looking for being in the Caribbean, being a gamer. Are you looking for, you know, more Comic Con type events to feel like you're part of the culture? Are you looking for more tournaments to to compete and, you know, find if you truly are the best? Are you looking for, you know, a spotlight to be shown on gamers in the Caribbean in terms of content creation and mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing? Are you looking for, you know, there's a whole list of things you know yeah. what what is it you know that, that, that the gamers in the Caribbean really want and I feel that we're in a position that we can help bring those things to fruition 100% some things are harder than some and some things that will, will take a lot of resource and a lot of work but I think everything is possible especially now like, like we said before on other podcasts like I feel like there's nothing we can't accomplish right now based on you know, the partnerships we've developed and some of the people we've met that are, you know, willing to willing to help. Yeah. People that have started businesses from the ground up, people that have done it, people that have put in the work that we're trying to put in now, you know what I mean? To people that have been there and they're like they're fully open, like, okay, what do you need me to do to help you guys move forward? So that's 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 a powerful thing to have and I wanna keep these relationships strong, you know. I mean we it's it's easy to, you know, Take it for granted. Take it for granted and think it's always going to be there. But, you know, open line of communication is important. So that being said, our open line of communication to you guys is very important. So we're trying to strengthen that. We're trying to we're trying to make it more accessible. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you could always, you know, whoever has our phone numbers can always hit us up or whoever our email can hit us up or hit up on our social media platforms. But we want to make it so it's more accessible. Like, you, you know exactly where to go and you know exactly where that information is going yep. and so. you will be able to do that on the website of course uh, right now currently we do have our discord you can do that on our discord mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah we do have a suggestion area there as well and like he said uh, our social media platforms are always open as well too so but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited I do like um, how things are looking for us I have, I've been enjoying this, this entire process because it's a process. It's it's quite the process, and it's making VIVN. Like it's really getting rid of all those gaps and those holes in our in our game. Yeah, and it's making us a very well oiled machine, and it's making us more efficient as far as accomplishing certain things. And um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 easy to have these ideas and come up with, with things, but it's amazing how many things you you didn't realize you miss. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's many different things that we we always start thought we should do that we never did, and because we never understood why we should do it, we just thought we should do it. But now you kind of, kind of going back and seeing, like, oh, if we did this back when we had this idea, we would have been this far ahead, and we'd have this more this this kind of information that we could, you know, mm-hmm. could work with, and you know, it's it's a learning process. Um, that being said, I can't wait to start doing events again. Yep. 100%. And, and also, like my brother was saying, as far as, you know, the learning curve, we, 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 we keep, we keep our, our like, as, as you guys can tell, our podcast is pretty open. We keep ourselves pretty, you know, 
pretty much an open book as far as these things. We want to keep you guys close to the information as well because we want, it, we want this thing to be like, you know, like you guys are a part of it too as well. So everyone that follows us on, on you know, wherever you follow us, uh, especially on the podcast as well, and our, our supporters, we want you guys to feel like you're a part of this journey also. So, um, And we, we do enjoy you guys' support and, and everything that we do. So, yeah, can't wait to do events either because... We got we got a couple couple laces up our sleeve. I think that will give our our rent some more. Oh, uh, more flair. That also um, I forgot to mention, but yeah, we could probably do it off here. But I actually purchased something that could help our events. That we tried to purchase before. Then okay, so that should be coming in soon. Yeah, looking forward to it. But yeah, we I, I it turns out in, in our um. Doing some analytics on our on our podcast. Apparently, we have visitors in Europe. I mean, we have listeners in Europe. Mm-hmm. We have listeners in uh, Germany, Germany and Ireland. We have listeners in Germany and Ireland. Which podcast is uh, spreading to? I, I I mean, we're international, baby. I, I I mean, I'm guessing it could be maybe someone from the Virgin Islands that maybe visit there and listen to it while they were over there. I don't know. I mean, because I think Anchor does push a lot of it. Maybe. There's maybe maybe those those are people that had anchor podcasts and they, ours ours came up. Who knows? I don't know the reason, but we have listeners out there. And if you guys are listening, we appreciate the the listen over there. And feel free to reach out. Not of English. Let us know who you are. You know. Yeah. And not only that, but you know, spread the word. You know. <laughs> you never know. We can be bigger across the seas than we are over here. You can blow up, blow up big. But we do appreciate all, all our listeners, no matter where you are. Vi bvi. Yeah, US yeah. Ireland Germany wherever you are we do appreciate you guys and um thank you for listening there you <laughs> but um yeah I mean right now we are in the I was talking to a friend earlier and I was looking at all the games that are out right now and the quality of video games that we're playing right now I think we're right now we are in the golden age of gaming mm-hmm as far as like this is a pivotal moment to where the next set of games coming up are going to have high benchmarks to, to meet because if you look at it right now if you look at a lot of the top gaming like houses like the the, the not as a console but well consoles yes because consoles are mm-hmm. I mean these next generation consoles I don't think they're that much of an improvement of what we have right now I mean mm-hmm. as far as processing wise yes Graphics-wise, yes, but I don't think it's that big of a step. No, it's not as, as opposed big, to like you know. It's not as big a step as 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 opposed to ten years ago. Exactly. Which is fine because you know. And, and the reason for that also too is because games consoles are not taking ten years to come out now. That true. But you know it's whatever. But. But, if you look at where game uh, games are today, like like games that people know, like for example GTA Five. Best GTA ever. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you can literally play that game forever. Like yeah, it, it's it's the best GTA. Yeah, you can continue to play that game. They don't need to bring out another one. Exactly, without question, GTA is the best GTA out right now. Mm-hmm. If you look at Mortal Kombat, best Mortal Kombat that has ever been. Yep, ever. And still getting better. And still getting better because it's still still bringing out new content, free content even. And they don't have to, but they do. And they don't have to, but they do. And right now, Mortal Kombat is like, if if you haven't played it yet, if you, I don't know what you're waiting wait, waiting for. If you have ever played Mortal Kombat ever before and enjoyed it, you should be playing this one. I mean, they're bringing back friendships. 
To bring back uh, retro stages. Retro stages, stage fatalities. I'm pretty sure animalities are going to come out soon, and that's what's going to just tear the roof off everything. <laughs> but, Mortal Kombat right now, best it's ever been. Look at Call of Duty. Best Call of Duty there's ever been. It's the best Call of Duty there's ever been. And that's, not, that's saying a lot, because take it from someone that I was big on Call of Duty when, it, when, you know, when Modern Warfare just came out. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, heavy on it. Mm-hmm. Slowly and slowly faded. Yep. I, I, after, there, was, there was a point in time where I did not like Call of Duty. Didn't care. Didn't care. I mean, some of them we got just for getting it sick, but we like... It, it didn't take long for us to realize that this was a This is garbage. Yeah. Yep. Advance and... That was one of the most Certain hated... Block that was one of the most hated Call of Duty's uh, Advanced Warfare. And, uh, I kind of liked it. But... <laughs> nah. That was all this little trash after a while. Yeah. But now... It's the best Call of Duty ever. It's exactly what you want Call of Duty to be. Mm-hmm. And there's a Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. The more you want than that. Literally, if you play the... The... the, the multiplayer for Call of Duty right now... It's run. exactly what you expect Call of Duty to be. Mm-hmm. And you can just run with that and play it as you long as You can run with that and play that as long as you... It, you There's so many things you can change, like so many different ways you can play. You don't even have to play the battle royale. You, you don't. You don't have to play the battle royale if you want. Just run with that. Or if you like battle royales, you can. You can. You can, you can roll with the battle royale, royal and it's it's great. You don't have to play the multiplayer at all, and it's great. Both two standalone things. And if you like story based games, it has the best story. <laughs> they, like literally, Call of Duty right now is one of the better games as far as value wise mm-hmm. that you're gonna find. It is so good. Look at Overwatch. Overwatch is getting so much accolades right now. It got a 10 out of 10 on IG, and, um, IGN. They did a re-review. And it said, it's, it's, this game is a masterpiece. It is. It's like it literally... Is. like it's one, of the, it's one of the... I'm surprised it didn't, it didn't take off here in the Virgin Islands. But that was like one of my favorite games for like a, a good yes. solid two, three years. Two and a half years I would say. I played only Overwatch pretty much. 10 out of 10. I, I still love that game. I, I, I like if and, and I, I listened to the review and the guy was giving some good points. He's like, you could just play with one character and get so much value out of the game. Mm-hmm. And if, it, if things get dry, you can play with another character and it's a completely, completely different game. Com- 100%. Because that, that's, that's, that's kind of how my, my two-year run with Overwatch has been. For like a whole year, I only played Reinhardt. Pretty much, I would jump on other characters just to jump on them sick, but for the most part, only Reinhardt. And then after I started to pivot a little bit, started playing some Zarya, played a lot of Zarya, and then like, you know, like you always play with different characters in between, and you find things that you like about playing with those characters. And after a while, you just main those characters, and then mm-hmm. you have something to do for a long time, and then you could always pivot away from those characters. Because, you know, it's it's it, it's a really solid game, and I'm I'm surprised more people in the version I didn't play it, but it's whatever. It's, I, yeah. If nobody plays Overwatch anymore, I'd still play it. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's one of those games that, like, I feel like for a long time it was my, it was like my default. Like, if, if I'm gonna turn my Xbox, I was gonna to play that, and I, I feel like I could, I could easily stand back into that phase of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if like let's say the next Call of Duty comes out, nobody plays this one anymore, and I don't like the new one or whatever, I could easily go back to playing Overwatch, and I'd be perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me say like. This game is a masterpiece, and like even visually, mm-hmm. graphics are solid. Like, it, it it doesn't get enough credit for the for the graphics. It doesn't. 
because like even some sod games like even even like Apex or or Call of Duty or whatever, you can see some some graphical errors in it or something. But if you look when you look at Overwatch, especially if you're running it in 4K, like graphics are perfect mm-hmm. and they're solid. And it goes to show you what you know. Once a game has the financial backing, like like a Blizzard, mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. They can create. Actually, think what yeah the two top games well. Overwatch and Call of Duty are owned by the same people. So that make you know they they're Versus making it? money, they're making bank, they you know they do. They're putting out quality games. But that yeah. being said, this 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 whole Valorant game is trying to overtake Overwatch, and it's it's got a following, but doesn't do it for me. I, I I'm I'm still yet to to jump onto the hype of, of Valorant because I I've seen the gameplay and it it, it doesn't move me. People love it. Like I guess if you're into that kind of game, you're into mm. you know Counter Strike, Counter Strike, and that. But even st- like even I don't want to offend nobody by saying this, but I don't know how you can stop the Counter Strike in this day and age. <laughs> to me, that game is kind of dated. It is. You know what I mean? That game. That game is seriously dated. And Valorant feels like an upgrade to it, but it's still. Has that kind of dated feel that I don't like. Like, mm. it they keep the mechanics very simple in a sense. Mm. So like, where you, for, for the most part you like hip firing. Like looking on sites is like the secondary thing. Yeah, kind of Halo One kind of vibes. Yeah, and it's like it, it's, it's to me it's, it's dated. I mean, maybe maybe I don't know enough about the game. Maybe people listen to me like, oh no, it's not like that. You know, it's, you know, and couldn't explain, but. I don't know. It just it just doesn't do it from and it's 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 cool enough where it's like you know you have all these new abilities and stuff and they try to make each character different you know kind of like you know Overwatch. All the bridges are fairly similar, aren't they? Huh? Like the, the, the cloud thing. Like everyone has like a cloud or something like that. Everyone has this kind of wall. I don't I don't know if it's everyone, but from what I understand, people have this wall or this area of effect moves or I don't know. It's I don't know, man. Doesn't do it for me. I don't know Games that attract me now Have to have a lot of Customization to it I mean Overwatch doesn't really Have customization But That's one thing We always enjoy From games Like you know One thing I enjoy Mm -hmm. But yeah I mean Only thing that I think Would give Overwatch A bit of a challenge Is probably Apex As far as being Like a Overwatch color But it's it's Mm -hmm. still So different that it Yeah you you can play Both of them You can enjoy Both of them Exactly Because with Apex, you know, they are different characters, and they mm-hmm. do all play differently. So th- those are the similarities between the two. But and, and people don't understand how difficult it is to make games like that because every time you introduce a new character, you change up everything in the game, and you have to make sure that character is balanced, or you have to make sure that character doesn't shit on another character. I mean, the other character obsolete. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to find ways to rebalance. So it's difficult, but I think with Valorant because. The abilities comes. The abilities are secondary for the most part. For the most part, it's it's guns first, abilities second. And I don't know. I forget what so far in, in my in, in from me anyway. I mean, everybody's building it up to be the, ne- the Overwatch killer, and it's gonna you know they're already started. You know, I already seen like uh, like big e-sport teams have their crews already already waiting for the Valorant the esports to start. You know, what I mean, they already have their crews. So it's like. I guess people are jumping on board on it. You know, it's 
I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be successful and nothing wrong with a little bit more competition. But yeah. If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. I mean, different strokes for different folks. 100%. But, yeah. Like, games right now, it's definitely the golden age. Golden age, like... Um, no, not to mention, like, just with the accessibility, like... I remember when cross-platform cross was... A dream. A dream. There's no way it was going to happen. You had to do all these different things to make it happen, whether you have an adapter bring that kind of control over to this person's console, and even then, mm-hmm. they might have, like, hacks on it. And there's all these different concerns, but, like, now it's just straight-up cross-platform. It's, 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 an, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. I would love to see more of it, too, though. I hope I hope it's I hope it's it's looking like the wave of the future honestly because more and more games are doing it um, I'm just waiting for Apex to do it once Apex does it that'll be <laughs> yeah. that'll be great yes I know I don't want to be doing PC. PC people I mean I have nothing against PC players you know but they do have an, an unfair advantage when it comes to the first person shooting kind of thing yeah I mean, even in, in, in Call of Duty, even, I mean, I, I could still hold my own somewhat with them. But when you really bump, bump into a really good one, it's like... It, it, it kind of kills the experience for me. But cross-console cross platform play, is, is, I think, is the way it should go. Mm. I mean, Adam can exclude PC, and I, I'm glad that they... If, if you do, you always... I, I'm glad that when you do it, you always have these options. Like you can always... Turn off cross-platform play, or I think they should open up more options where only play with console, only play with PC, only play with this console, and like it should be toggles to play. Okay, I don't play with people from Xbox. I don't play with people from PS. I don't play with people from PC. I don't play with people from Switch. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like you should, they should have the, those options. I think that'd be awesome. But yeah, I think I, then I think I think Mortal Kombat did it one, at one point, or, or or is doing it, or starting to do it. Are they? I heard I heard that something like that. The ones cross platform as well. That's great. I think every that's that's, that's the that's the wave of the future. Because I think I think um, the people are realizing that it is it, by just making your 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 game exclusive for one console, it kind of limits your resources. Mm-hmm. You know, it limits your audience, limits everything. So yeah, I mean. I mean, it, it's bad for the the people that, uh, the, the, you know, the the pub, the, the, the console, the people that make the consoles, you know, they're like, you know, they, they want they want that exclusivity, exclusive, they want yeah. people to, you know, but I think that's something that needs to be dual away with, like, you, you have your console, your console just should be your doorway to an, a, a vast open world. Mm-hmm. Your controller, your... You know what I mean? Yep. Your specs. This is the platform I play on, but it shouldn't limit my experience on your day I mean, right now, man, the kids play so much Fortnite. It's it's that's something I've been like never like. I figured at some point I'd have to buy Xbox for them in order for them to play with me and all that kind of stuff. But like, right now, I don't need to. Right now, that isn't a thing. I already invested in in, in switches for them, and now we can we can all play together on Fortnite, which I didn't really care so much for. I didn't really care for Fortnite, but I find myself not only just playing for playing's sake, but actually enjoying playing. You know, and just enjoying that experience for what it is, and playing with them, and it's it's, you know, that's something that could have never been done before. I, like, in order for me to do that, I would have to probably play on my Switch, mm. which is collecting dust at this point. <laughs> but I, 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 
I know I have my Switch, and I, 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 I it, it's, it's gonna get used at some point. But. <laughs> yeah, definitely enjoying where we're at, and also like you said, accessibility. I mean, games are like free now. There's a lot of free. There's a lot of free games. That's the next. Games that's the next there. point I was gonna bring up. Okay, if you, I mean, if you look at the resources like Game Pass and just games in a like publishers on a whole just being understanding that okay if I make my game free it makes it available for a, a wider audience we get that initial pop and if it's actually good it will survive if it's not mm-hmm. you know we can make adjustments or it will just die but yeah I mean, Game Pass is such a great resource like when you think about the amount of free games I think it, like this is it's an Xbox thing I, th- I think PS is now developing yeah, theirs well, yeah, yeah, no, they, have, they have one they have um, I think it's Plus I forgot PS and Plus or something like that they have, they have a, a it's not it's kind of like a Game Pass but G- Game Pass was first and Game Pass is more streamlined yeah yeah again we we're not big on PlayStation yeah. um, which people are people always give a shit for but <laughs> but here in the Caribbean people are all for their yeah for PlayStation but um I mean PlayStation always had the better games I mean we can't argue there but Xbox just has a better experience in terms of the infrastructure and the, you know it's how streamlined everything is yeah and now moving forward they will be the stronger console in terms of processing power so we'll see what happens yeah console wars console wars yeah <laughs> maybe we were, we were always for that in high school but lately I've just been like ah it's whatever <laughs> pretty much but yeah, accessibility like free games now like it's like it's it's a good time to be a gamer. Like one of the things I'm actually looking forward to is for the, for the month end to see what else is going to be on there. What else is going to be put on there? What's the new cuz like I have been through the list, you know. And and the cool thing is like I've played so many different games this this month alone. Yeah, of games that you never thought you'd games play. Games I never thought I'd play. Games I probably would never play if they weren't on there and free. Like Remnant. Mhm. Remember the Ashes, yeah. I would never buy that game. Never. I'm having a good time playing it now, though. Yeah, it's fun. It's cool. It's a cool concept. And I like it. How many people can play at a time together? I want to say four, but I'm not 100% sure. Mm. Could have been, let me mean to jump on with you guys and see how probably check it out tonight, if anything. But, but. Yeah, I would never have spent money on bought that game and played it. But I'm enjoying it. And that's good. Uh, more game studios need to jump on that bandwagon as far understand as what free is. I mean unfortunately you don't want to put yeah. in this years of work to give a bunch of stuff for free for but free yeah it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a it, double edged sword it is because especially now when people are giving game um game studios shit for you know um microtransactions mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's how they make their money back I mean how do you expect they, them to yeah they need they need to they, they need, need to, to do, do some form of that if they're gonna do it for free or something like that, so. But the ones that have been gotten, getting the most headaches are people that you know, the ones that made you pay for the game and still have some, you know, some microtransactions, pay to play types, and yeah, not just pay to play, but pay to win. Yeah. Like you have to. Well, there's a new gun that's in the store. You have to pay money to get it, and that gun happens to be stronger than most of the guns in the game. So it's like, okay, like now, now, now I got, now I need that to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once they avoid certain pitfalls, there's a way you can do it. You know. Just gotta do it right. And what 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 Fortnite has proven is that 
people will shout out big money for cosmetics. Stuff that has nothing to do with no the value. core gameplay of the game. And, I, and I, that's the best way to make your money. People will shell out that money. For mm-hmm. dances, for skins, for stuff mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. don't affect the winning overall. or losing. Yep. You still have to be good at the game to win. That's good. That's a good... That. If that wasn't there, there, there wouldn't be no free games. Because then everything would be pay to win. Mm-hmm. So the good thing about... The more people buy into stuff like that, the better gaming will be. Yeah. Because then people can always be okay. I can bring up my game free, bring all these cosmetics on the back end, and make up make up my money that way. And you make up your money tenfold because like, if your game, let's say your game was fifty bucks to buy, you know, but now it's, but it would have been fifty bucks to buy, but no, it's not. It's free now. How can you make up that fifty bucks if you have? You know, throughout the year, you have different cosmetics at $10 a pop or at $20 a pop. You know, you make up the money then and then some. And pe- people buy them. People will buy them. Once you have somewhat of a loot system. Uh, look, look at Apex. Apex. And, and you, you top that off with a, with a battle pass. Now, not only did they buy the cosmetics that they want, but now they have to get a battle pass so that you can get other cosmetics that you might want. Yeah. And have a free version of the battle pass, but also, you know, a free version. So... Yeah, you can, but you know, you'll play through and you'll see. Okay, well, if I actually spend this money, I'd have been getting all these things, but I didn't, so it's okay. And then you, it's always gonna remind you, hey, this is what you could have been having. You know, it's it's a it's a smart system. Mm-hmm. I always like to see things like that because, like, everybody always think that all the problems already have all all the solutions, and it's so not true. It just takes a little bit of creativity. Mm-hmm. And this is the one thing I wanted to do with Vivian, and I, I, I still have the thought every now and again, but I feel like I need to have the thought more often. It's like, prior to content creation and like streaming, the only way to become, get, get paid playing video games was to, to be, be a professional, professional. game. Mm-hmm. And that came about, and that, that whole, it kind of revolutionized the way video games are looked at today, because like that, that changed the game, streaming mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder, what's the next thing? How can somebody... Because prior to being a professional gamer, one people that made money in video games were people that created video games. Or game testers. Or game testers. I remember when we were up, yeah. game testing was the... So it was like... The job okay, If you, You're going to be... You create the video game, those are the people that make the money. And then all of a sudden now, oh wait, you're being a game tester, you're getting paid to play video games, so okay, you can be a game tester. And then now they, they kind of change it over, well, okay, maybe not making the video games or testing the video games, but... Just play it, stream play, it. Play stream it, be a content creator, and then now, okay, now you have a whole revenue. I always wonder, like, what's the next thing? And it's 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 easy to say it's all been done. That's the easy answer. But I always feel like there, there's something else out there, and somebody's gonna figure it out, and everybody's gonna jump on board. I'm like, man, I really want to be the person that figures it out. Because if you are that person, that initial person that figured it out, you will make bank <laughs> and you will change the world. You'll change the landscape of video games. And that's not just for video. That's for anything in the world, actually. Mm-hmm. You, you, you could you could apply that to anything because every it's easy to think that all the solutions have been done. It's easy to think that everything there's nothing new under the sun. But people always come up with different ways to do different things, and they always win. Like, like, a, like a, who would ever think that a a battle pass system would work? You know what I mean? Like people would be like, why would I do that? Like why would I spend money to then again I already spend money on? You know? Yeah. Or like or microtransactions. 
you wouldn't think these things work, but they work and they work well and they and they change the game. They revolutionize the way the game is played. What is that next thing? Time will tell. Once we stay engaged, we hey, you never know. You never know. We might be the ones to come up with something. I I I I give I I I, I used to spend more time thinking about that. I haven't recently, but I'm still doing some more. Because, and I know it can sound stupid until someone starts to get it. fire. Mm-hmm. Until someone does it. And that's how come I feel like Project Lime might might could be that in a sense. People think it's it's, it's a stupid idea, and why would you? But there might be something to it. I don't know. There you go. I'm just getting full circle there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You, 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 you might be right. You might be right. But um, yeah. Something to, to ponder on. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, we're going to take this moment to take a little quick break. Hear from right. our sponsors and get right back to you guys. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated. Yaga yao. And we're back. We are black. So, no UFC this week. Had a little break. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a little break. Um, but this weekend... This weekend has a... It's not a great card, but it's it's an okay card. Yeah, yeah. UFC is back. And they, they bring out, the, the main card, I think, is a banger. There's, there's, there's enough things to be excited on. Yeah, yeah. There's 100% enough things mm-hmm. to be excited on. Um, just going through it. I mean, we're just going to go through the main card. Um, the prelims, I, I haven't really taken a good good look at them, but the main card uh, has a couple notable fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, uh, strawweight fight, Mackenzie Dern mm-hmm. versus uh, Hannah Cliffers or Cyphers. 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 Close now. Anywho, yeah, um, interesting fight. I'm not too familiar with Hannah, but Mackenzie Dern has a very notable. She, you know. She started her MMA career with a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. People were saying, you know, she's going to be the next big thing. She's the next Ronda. All kinds of stuff. Um, still has the potential to do great things. She did suffer her first loss um, some time back. but she And she did have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. Um, so she's a, a somewhat of a new mother. <laughs> yeah. And still fighting in the game. So it's, it's interesting to see you know, how, how her career unfolds. So it's going to be to see, you know, what's next. In the in the Mackenzie Dern saga, if you will, so that's the one to look out for. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out! <laughs> oh, came out of nowhere. Something to look out for in the Mackenzie Dern saga. So stay tuned for that. And then, of course, your boy Brock Weaver. Yep, yeah. getting getting another chance to uh, to break into stardom. Yeah, mainstream. Yeah, he had a didn't had a good start. He had, well, a, he, he had a decent showing, but it, 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 the fight didn't go. As well as it should have mm-hmm. for him, so good time for him to redeem himself. I think he will. I, I mean, he's, was, he's starting on the the, the the B side and not not the red corner now. So it's 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 a showing like, hey, dude, you gotta you gotta you gotta perform. Yep. So and the guy he's fighting is no joke, Roosevelt Roberts. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he's nine and one, but he's. He, I remember him fighting. He, he's very technical and he, he's pretty much a beast. So he, he has good striking. So it's going to be a good fight for for Weaver to see, you know, if he's actually the real deal. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see. And then of course Kevin Holland, who just fought not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Fought two week or a week ago. Yep. At he's a different weight class. At a different weight class. He's fighting now. Another weight class. He's fighting Daniel Rodriguez, which. I think Holland can do it. If anybody could do it, I think he can. He's talented enough. And if he does do it, he, he's he's breaking out to be like the, you know, the taking the kind of like that, you know, cowboy slot, if you will, mm-hmm. and being you know, active. Not not taking a slot, but being like the black cowboy, if you will. Yeah, he's gonna fight anybody, anytime, at any weight. And like, right now, you've seen a position where like a lot of fighters are still not fighting. You know, the whole pandemic thing. Pandemic thing. And they always need people to step up. So. The good thing about his last fight, he won in you know great fashion. He didn't take any injuries. If he does that again in this fight, I think he'd be available to fight again. And if I was him, I'd just keep 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 rolling that way. I mean, it sucks having to go to training camps all that, but if you're already trained up, training camps aren't as hard. Mm-hmm. You're just staying fresh, staying in shape, staying in shape. And the only challenge is cutting the weight so much times. But if you well for this one, he doesn't he's cutting that much weight, if any, because he went up, right? I think so. I think he went up in weight. Or did he come down? Or is he coming down? I think he went up in weight. More than likely he might be coming up in weight because that's that's usually how that works. Yeah. So probably no weight cut for him this one. So good for him. So, yeah. Which is good, yeah. I mean, not to mention the payday. You get paid every time you fight, so make your money. Make your money. Especially if you keep knocking people out or submitting them or mm-hmm. whatever. Getting finishes. That's what they want. That's what they pay you to do. So good for him for, you know, stepping up like that. And it works on your stardom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually want to see him win. I do too. I want to see how uh, I want to see this, this. How far it can go, right? See how far it can go. Keep going. Keep the gravy train rolling. With Daniel Rodriguez, I'm not not too sure. I'm not too familiar with him. Maybe if I see him fight again, I'll pick right, him recognize up. Recognize him, right? Yeah. I don't recognize the, the image there, but he is ten one, so it's no slouch. Yeah, it could be dangerous. Um. The co-main, we're looking at Ivanov against um, Sakai. Um, Ivanov has had a kind of a up and down, but I think mm-hmm. he won his last one, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of those guys. He kind of falls in that strange space where you don't know. Like he, he he's definitely a dangerous guy. My my thing is, all, all heavyweights are dangerous. I think a, a lot of heavyweights get by with being. They think they got this amazing knockout power. Because you're a heavyweight, you know what I mean? All heavyweights have knockout power. They're, mm-hmm. they're, you know what I mean? It's just a matter of size, mm-hmm. you know? So a lot of heavyweights get by on that. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily feel he falls in that category, but there are a lot of heavyweights that fall in that category and they feel there's something special because they can knock somebody out. Not realizing that, you know, that's, that's just, that comes to the territory at heavyweight. Yeah. Except if you're Francis Ngannou, and then you, you 100% have something special. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what, what you know, what happens there and then of course the main event Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns which a lot of people are like oh, why would Tyron Woodley take that fight but it's a dangerous fight for him it is a dangerous fight for him but it's also you gotta you gotta consider where you know Tyron Woodley's kind of been mm-hmm. cause you know, we're gonna backtrack mm-hmm. to Tyron Woodley before the belt when he got the belt and then kind of why he's in the position he's in I think mm-hmm. cause before the before the belt Tyron Woodley and his come up was a world beater. Yep. 
he was destroying everybody and you were like damn this guy is something to look out for mm-hmm. and he was he was just fighting whoever and he was destroying guys big name guys mm-hmm. and then he got his belt and he, he continued that for a while yeah. but then he slowly transitioned away from that yeah he became a little bit well people give him credit well not credit but criticize him for being somewhat of a diva mm-hmm. when he got his belt and started you know kind of handpicking who he wanted to fight someone he didn't want to fight certain people for certain reasons mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he got into you know like a pissing match with the UFC a few times mm-hmm. and it's, it's which is never it's never a good thing no. I mean granted you, you shouldn't just be like a yes man do whatever your boss tells you to do but keep in mind they are giving you the opportunity and they, they want you to be as successful as you want to be Exactly. So they, them giving you fights is, you know, them wanting to, to they, they want to push you a certain way. So they want to give you fights, whatever. But he was looking at it as, you know, UFC doesn't like him and all uh, kinds of. Uh, next thing, like people like him, and I, what I hate to see is like everybody think that because you reach a championship, you're, you're all champions should be treated the same, and it's not necessarily the case. Like, like he would be a champion. And he'd look at somebody like Connor and see how Connor's being treated, and be like, "Oh, how come I'm not getting treated like that? Oh, maybe it's because of racism." Uh, but it's, 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 that's not it at all. You have to, you have to realize where you are, and what value you're bringing, and what value you're bringing. You, you, you gotta realize, like, and that's for him, but that's for all champions. Like, you're, you have to realize how you fit on this and, and figure out how to bring more value. Whether it's calling people out and taking them out, you know, whether it's uh, an adjustment to your persona, maybe it's, you know, something on your social media, you got to figure out a way to bring value. And a lot of people don't do that. They, they think that because they're a champion, they're obligated to be treated the, the way other champions are treated. And it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's just, it's not how it works. It's not. So for him, it was, it was kind of a rough, rough patch for a while. To the point that they almost went to strip him a couple of times. Yeah, because it's like, he, he wasn't fighting. Yeah, it's like you. What was it? I completely lost my train of thought there. But like he, he was at this point where he wasn't like 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 you say, he was handpicking his fights. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize that if they, like, if you came up being a certain way, like I, I got like at one point he was just he was taking on anybody. And he was he was beating the big names like you said. But it's like. That's that's what brought you to the dance. That's why and, and that's why they were, that's why they were trying to continue the narrative. I mean, at some point, yeah, you you don't want to be a pushover and you so you don't want them to take advantage. You want to you want to feel like you're standing up for yourself. But you have to pick those battles, and those battles ain't necessarily on who you fight. You know what I mean? I, I would pick those battles on when I fight. I would pick those battles on you know which card to make make sure is like one of the most stacked cards. I would I would try to. That's the battle I want to pick. I, I wouldn't pick the battle on who I fight in, mm. but it's on the, the showcase. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely want to be on pay-per-view because I want those pay-per-view numbers. You know? I'm a champion. I don't want to be on no mm-hmm. small card. Or if I do, if I take a small card, is uh, I do now your favor. Now you got to do me a favor kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. But opponents should not be where you bumping heads with your... Promotion. With a promotion. Because they obviously know why they're picking that opponent for you. Whether if if you feel oh they want you to lose or whatever, then that's more the reason why you should go out and win. You know. Yep. Yeah, so for him, mm-hmm. he had that rough you know that rough patch going for a while. He had that space where you know he wasn't fighting, 
and he kind of lost a lot of his shine. He started doing other things, mm-hmm. rapping all this other stuff. Started rapping, started being a, a commentator, mm-hmm. started doing a little bit of acting, started doing um, TMZ shows and stuff like that. Like mm. he's pretty much everywhere except for fighting. And I, I don't think it did anything for him. Sorry to say, that's the next thing you gotta realize. Again, it comes back to realizing where you are. Like all the other stuff he did, I didn't. It, it didn't boost his brand. It didn't boost his brand. Because people, I don't know, people more. I guess people. I mean, it, 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 and it, it's 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 no fault on his. You know, you don't know what you have until you you try. I, I don't blame him for doing those other things, but like, I guess in his in his case, yeah. Look at what brought you to that. People are more concerned with Tyrone the fighter than. Anything else? And, and you know, my problem with him was, I think he was looking at other fighters, other champions, and trying to trying to mimic that. Like he he would look at like somebody like um, Bisbing being champion or Cormier being a champion and still commentating and stuff like that. So now, mm-hmm. okay, no, he won't be a commentator. Mm-hmm. Try bringing some extra money. And yeah, he was a bad commentator, but clearly he's not commentating now because it's like I don't know. I don't know if his it just wasn't you know. I know he kind of fall off, and it's it's easy to to point the blame finger and say, "Oh, UFC didn't want him to be successful," or you know, this, mm-hmm. this, and this. But the buck stops with you. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta do your thing. You do your thing. And, and one one thing that, that fixes all the whole do your thing thing is winning. Is, is winning and performing. And that's all he needs to do. If he destroys Burns. He'll get a lot of attention from the UFC because again, like there's not a lot of fights being on, so now every fight is like magnified. Mm-hmm. So he knocks out Burns, you know, it'd be good for him. He just, he just you just need to perform. Just keep going out there, and keep performing. You're, let your resume speak for itself. Yeah. Well, with him, like uh, again, I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't give him, I wouldn't knock him for doing all the things that he did. I would. My only critique would be that the timing. I think he did too many, too many things too much at uh, one time. Mm-hmm. Like the, com- the commentating thing You can always do that you, you, that, mm-hmm. that job is always going to be there That's always going to be there If you want to be a rapper You could, you could have been a fighter And a rapper Maybe mm-hmm. Maybe you could have Got away with that You know I mean mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey Tried to be an actor And a Acting and rapping Is two different things the Acting would obviously Takes more out of you Yeah Rapping something You can do in spare time You produce it It makes money Whatever mm-hmm. Sure But then he was still on TMZ He still had you know A lot of other things going his rap was So it was like his, his rap wasn't even that great either from what I heard, I mean, some was alright. I listened to it. Yeah, I'm not listening to it now. But <laughs> you know, but if it, but, but that's the next thing. Let's say yeah, he he wanted to do a, he, like he, let's say he feels strongly about his rap career. He feels good about it. Make that part of your persona. You know what I mean? That should be part of his persona. That should be like he, he should be coming out. You know, like acting the part, looking the part. You know what I mean? Like. He more look like he's trying something that he is something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he was, if he was coming out and like, I mean, never, complete urban guy. <laughs> they don't allow walkout things anymore. Yeah. But maybe he could come out and I don't know. Do I allow him to spit on the mic while he's coming out? But I don't know. If it was more, if rapping was more part of his thing, like. I feel like uh, you see more in his personality. You see, his personality, you'd see more in his social media. You'd, you'd see, you know, he'd be more about it. Mm-hmm. Well, like when they do an interview with him, like uh, after he win, drop a couple bars. I don't know, something make that part of you. You know what I mean? But he, I, I look at Tyrone, I don't see a rapper. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know. I see a fighter. I see a great fighter. And that he, he's still going to be. So, you know, after he lost about to, to Usman, it was like, you know, he kind of fell off a little bit. You know, people just saying, you know, I mean, <laughs> he hated that fight. He, you know, he, he critiqued himself for that fight. And he's making the right adjustments, I think. He, he, I don't know if you were following what, um, what he was doing, but he, he actually moved to Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, not permanently, obviously, just, mm-hmm. just for, for the camp. For, for the majority of the camp, he's been in Thailand. Before know. before this whole COVID-19 thing, he was over mm-hmm. there. Got a little one, like a studio apartment where, this is it's beyond a studio. It's like a, it's one room. Mm-hmm. His bed is in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And he has, the, you know, everything else on the outside or whatever. And it's the strange space. It was very small and he was living very humbly, training over in Thailand, learning... That's good. Muay Thai. See, because and again, because that's who he is. Terrence is a fighter. <laughs> so if he if he ain't fighting, you know, he's distracted with all these other things. It, it takes away from mm-hmm. from that. And like hearing that, like makes me feel good about it. Because like, okay, this this is this is this is who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he he went over there. He was training with actual Muay Thai guys, and he, you know, oh, he's I kicking have... more, and he has some big legs. He has some disgustingly huge legs. I could only imagine. I was watching him kick pads. I was like, damn, why 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 did he stop kicking? Or ever did he ever I, kick? I mean, I, he kicked, I, but not. I kind of feel sorry for Burns now. So yeah, he's been he's been training and hear him talk now. He's like, yeah, he's like yeah, people say they want until they get it. And you know, he always said that, but now you could tell he's like, he said uh, Burns is gonna get it pretty much, and he, you know, he almost that, feels sorry for him. That's what I want to see. That's the that's the time I want to see. I want to see. I want to see him do good, you know, because he's you know being a black guy and all, and I want to see him. But he 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 gets too distracted with all these other things, you know. And I, I hope now he's focused, and I hope now. Yeah, he, he was over there for a while, like more than a month. Because I, I was about to say, after that loss, I kind of felt like he was in a in the headspace of taking his ball and go home kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like he just mm-hmm. after he loses, like he he went from nobody and he just kind of he didn't even fight for like how mm-hmm. long has it been now? You know what I mean? But if he hasn't fought in a while and he, he's like you said, he went over Thailand, okay, that that makes sense. But if he was just home all this time, just kind of doing his own thing, then I'd be like. The joke, dude. You know what I mean? Like the best thing you could do was like, after the loss, get back in there and get another win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's been training. So uh, speaking of that, like I saw, um, I was listening to to, to Chael Sonnen and he, he made a, a very good point. Um, on like, I, I wasn't know he he was drawing light onto an article from from Bloody Elbow that's talking about like the right way to lose. And it was drawing a comparison between Angela Hill and the guy that fought Song Yidong. Mm. Both were on the receiving end of some bad decisions, some horrific decisions. But like, like if, if you if you look upon it now, like his, his social media full of, oh, like he trying to uh, protest it and all this thing, and he um like, you know, the man the man robbing. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, what's Vera? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I thought bad, bro. Like he, he stole off. He's a hero. Yeah, and he and he's, he's still bitter about it. He's like, like, like if you go on those things, like he's still talking about. He's still upset about it. Which obviously he should be because he got robbed. Yeah, but I get it. Everybody else is move on. But like if we look at Angela Hill, like Angela Hill, like literally like that that same that same night, she posted videos on Instagram like, oh, out my team celebrating my performance. You know what I mean? Like mm. the, her and her team were out at dinner, like. Celebrating how well she performed in the fight, you know what I mean, as opposed to the result, because if you look at how she performed, 
She she beat Rohanem. She performed like when she went out, did and a whole executed. training camp and executed. And executed properly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the judges that, didn't give it to her. But. They didn't give it to her, but that in itself should be celebrated. You know what I mean? That in itself is a win. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Pana, like he he's still better about it, and like Allah, what he's doing ain't gonna change anything. If anything, it's gonna hold him back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's looking like the, the right way to lose, and I, I'm not, that's not, that's something you could put in anything, really. Like any sport, like if you if you if you're working on something and you you go and you do exactly what you wanted to accomplish, but you didn't get the right result, you still have to look at the, the journey, level, yeah, the the, the the journey of the accomplishment. We got put some nuggets to that boy. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, like, when I when I watched that, I said I said from um just I was like damn that's that's so true to me. like it's so easy to get caught up with the result so easy to get caught up with the result but sometimes the result ain't, ain't in your, ain't not, your control it's not in your control it's something that's not in your control but everything that is up in your control it, as long as you take care of what's in your control that's, that's, uh, and that's literally all you can do in life you know what I mean you could be working years at the job and you just waiting for this promotion and you ain't getting it. But if if you doing your job is what's you know bringing you happiness fulfillment. and fulfillment and and it's and it's bringing the, the establishment like you know they need you and they know they need you and it's like you know that kind of environment like that's you doing your job that, that's the result you you being a better version of you and that's that's, that's what's you know helping that establishment move forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a good, uh, good little nugget. Dropping some nuggets today, boy. We have like what, like two or three good ideas, good ideas on this thing. <laughs> well, if we don't get one next week, I'll just stretch one out from another week. You know, we'll see, we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, good fights. I mean, Gilbert Burns ain't a slouch either. I mean, he mm-hmm. knocked out mm-hmm. Damien Maya, mm-hmm. and clean too, clean technique. I mean, Burns, you like you used to expect him to be a brawler, but that one too, he landed thing was as clean as. As can be, <laughs> you know, and I'm not come stupid too. Funny thing, you, you know, Chael. Speaking of Damien Maya, you know, Chael Sonnen said the hardest he ever hit was from Damien Maya. Because, <laughs> because he's in like when you look at when you look at the hardness of being hit. A lot of different ways to look at it. Because if you if if you, if you look at the actual physically the hardest you've been hit, it don't hurt because you don't feel it. You you go out and you wake up, mm-hmm. but it's always the ones in between. Wait, it wasn't hard enough to quite knock you out. But hard enough for you to feel it. Hard enough for you to feel it. So the closest you get to that knockout without being knocked out is really the ones that, that really stick with you. Mm-hmm. And he didn't mention that time when, um, when he, when he fight Damon Maya. He said, like, I said, yeah, take him down or whatever. And Damon Maya went to, like, like, actually, acting like he was going, like, going for his arm to, like, set up something. Mm-hmm. And come back with a, a hammer fist. fist. <laughs> He said the fight over from there. Like, <laughs> the fight wasn't over, it was it wasn't over at that moment. Like they had another round after that, but he said the, the fight over from there. I was like, damn, that's interesting. Like you, you wouldn't think that that mm. also there might be the one, but mm. yeah. So yeah, so definitely looking forward to those. We will definitely, mm-hmm. I'll definitely come over. Mm-hmm. Get them should ring I, ready. Uh, I saw something. I was like, mm, should, should, should I nice up some wings? I mean, you could try a different sauce if you want, but we, we definitely have wings for sure. I think. I think that's become a staple. I think that's become a staple, and just yeah. ha- just having access to almost endless wings while watching UFC is like it's, it's just a good feeling. It's a great thing. I, I, and bear, oh, I, I can't I can't go away from it. Like 
every UFC, I kind of like, I kind of start this new trend, which kind of is a good thing and a bad thing in a sense. Because now we're more likely to stay home for UFC instead of going out to like Sharkies or mm. going somewhere. You, well, yeah, yes, I know, because I still like my Sharkies. I do too. But goddamn, I love my wings. True. We'll figure it out. I think they start to open up soon too, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, restaurants are going to start be opening up. So we definitely, I uh, you know, we're definitely going to be doing that at some point. Um, I saw also something in, in terms of the fight game that there might be a possibility of maybe Connor versus Usman. I heard that. The first person I actually saw it was Darren Till posted it, but he posted it like a like it was Ariel Hawani. Like it looked like a, a clip from Ariel Hawani. I was like, and I checked all Ariel Hawani's um social media. I didn't see him didn't, didn't. say anything about it, so I was like, mm, fake Click news. Well, then I'm starting to see it other places too as well. Mm-hmm. But it could be that they, they just kind of running with it because they saw it from there, and you know it could mm. be, could be, or it could be a real thing because I heard that they're, they're, they they may do the Masvidal Nate rematch, mm. which I'm like, mm, I, I don't think they need a rematch. I don't think so either. But it looks like they, they may be doing it because of the way that fight ended, and if they do that, because honestly, I think Masvidal and Usman should fight. I think Masvidal and Kobe should fight. True, but that's, uh, that, that, that does more for Kobe than it does for Masvidal. Yes or no? No. If Kobe, if Kobe were in a fight, you know how deflating I'll be for Masvidal's stock right now? He don't need a fight. True, but If he loses to Usman as a champion, it's fine. But Kobe, still... but Kobe is the legitimate bad guy. True. Everybody wants us to get beat up. Oh, actually, he, I mean, he did. He did. We did see it. So maybe his jaw broken. Maybe that fight need to. Maybe that fight need to be like one or two fights away. But I do know that the two of them have beef. Mm-hmm. Legitimate beef because they used to be teammates and now they used to live together. Yep. So there's something there. And again, we got this Chelsea and he was talking about it, and he was like, "That's one of the biggest fights they can make right now because fights have." Like, and this is quoting Chelsea, obviously. It's not. This is not my expertise. But he was saying, like, tell a big fight, you need like three different things. Like, I don't even know if I can, I don't even know if I can remember all three. But it's like, if you have ethnicity, you have one. Like, you know, yeah, whether it's black versus black, white, yeah. you know, Mexican versus you know, mm-hmm. American, Puerto Rican yeah. or American. You know, yeah. you have ethnicity, you have one. If you have legitimate beef, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that's another reason to make another big fight. I think the third was. I think a championship or whatever. Mm. No, it was something else. Oh no, um, it wasn't championship. It was um, it had something. I think it was something around because there's ethnicity and then there's, I guess where they're from, nationality. Mm. So there's ethnicity, nationality, and you know legit beef. Most big fights have two of those. This one have all three. This one have all three. And he say legit could be one of the biggest fights in UFC history. If they promote it the right way. Because there's enough backstory for them to promote it. True. Put on a few media things and let them start going at it, you know. The man will start airing it to each other laundry. There's a number of different ways this thing could go. I see it and I get it and I can get around it, but biggest fight? I don't think so. Yeah, Is the right thing right now? If so, if, like if if one of them reaches championship status and then they put it on, then it'd be even better. There you go. Right now, I think 
between all the fighters we just called, I think Connor should fight Nate. Kobe should fight whoever, somebody, take a backseat. Because he ain't the ass boss. I mean, rather he fight, he did fight well, no, give me props, he fight well. Mm-hmm. I think Usman should fight Masvidal. Yeah. That's the way I think it should go. Because one, kind of fighting Usman right now, I mean, yes, you could sell it, kind of go for a third belt in a third division. Mm. That'd be great. Of course, you get you, you want to see that. But he hasn't earned it. I mean, if he has, true, he hasn't earned it, but he, he is a, he's a former champion. Mm-hmm. Former champion doesn't have to get, you know, some credit, especially when it's recent. Um, but him losing to Usman... There's nothing for it to Because it's it, kind of like... We want to see him fight more often this year, but I mean, the COVID-19 thing happened, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the whole thing with Khabib and everything happened, so it's like, it kind of tie up the whole division. But you, people, people want to see kind of fight. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't just want to see kind of fight, you want to see kind of win. Mm-hmm. I think Khan need at least one more fight before he start taking those dangerous fights. My opinion, mm-hmm. as a kind of fan, mm-hmm. I want to see him fight Nate first, because that's a winnable fight. Mm-hmm. And if he lose, so what? Mm-hmm. Well, they beat him already before. So you were seeing something new. Jack, mm-hmm. so I think you need to get that. This is how Cobble was kind of a winnable fight. Mm-hmm. I think Nate is a winnable fight for Connor. Because mm-hmm. Nate don't really change the way he'll fight. Yeah. So once you get a, once you get a, the, the game yeah, plan the one, yeah. the blueprint, mm-hmm. you stick with it. You know what to avoid. Mm-hmm. You know what to do too. So slow him down. Connor should win that fight. And then he could fight Usman. And then he could fight. Usman would be a terrible fight for him, by the way. I think so too. This might be a terrible fight for him. But but then we, we, we say that, but until somebody hit, you don't know how they're gonna react. True. The left hand could land and Usman could get jelly leg and then he he fight on his back foot for the rest of the fight. But I, I feel like even if he if he get hit and he get jelly leg, he gonna default to wrestling. True. And I think even a jelly leg version of of Usman could probably still take down unless kinda like take down get ridiculously good. A jelly-like version of of, of Usman still probably taking. Like, if you take him down, you catch yourself, recover, recover, wait for the round. Like it would, it would have to put him out stiff, which we have never seen. We've never seen Usman out stiff. So. Exactly. So it, it's not impossible, but it's just a bad fight for Khan. I don't think I should take. He, he should be fight. He, should, he, he again, much stand-up fights right now. It's possible to build back up his brand. Yeah, I think it's a great one. And then I'll talk about Khan against Masvidal. I think that's another way to go to. Ooh, that's a that that would be a scary fight for in my for, I like both of them. That's a great fight. That's a, that's a great fight. That's a scary fight for both of them. That's a scary fight for both. That's a, but that's, then, but, but if you look at it, if whoever loses, it don't take none away from them. Mm-hmm. But it builds the other one up tremendously. Tremendously. If Kana loses to Masvidal, Masvidal is in the strongest fight. If Kana beat Masvidal, Kana is back on top. Kana is a man now. That'll be the way to go. That's a, such a great fight. That'd be a great fight. Man, but Connor against Usman, meh. No, it's a bad fight for Connor. Mazudal against Nate, meh. We've seen it. You've seen it. Like, if, if, if they book that fight, I'm going to look for where I could put my money down. <laughs> like, it's that, it's that much of a fight. Like, I don't care what the odds is, I'll pay. Mm-hmm. That's an easy. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Easy, whatever. We know yeah. how that fight Because mm-hmm. Nate didn't show any sign of life. Mm hmm. Sorry to say, I mean, Nate, great fighter, but mm-hmm. he hasn't changed. He hasn't evolved, evolved, yeah. So people kind of figuring him out now. Like Tough as nails. Mm-hmm. He will fight you till his eyebrows fall off. But yeah, so 
the fight game is getting interesting. And and stuff. Jones, I don't know if you found the Jones news, but Chill tired eat him up, Mister. Chill said Jones is a waste. Yeah, he, he, he making all he the bad moves. Huh? He making like, so much bad moves. Like, he don't know what he's doing. Like, he need better people in his corner, man. Because somebody's be like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop. So he, he done, like, I don't know if he saw his last couple of things, but he said he, like, he might look to bang so whatever because he ain't getting, you know. Because mm-hmm. like, his, his biggest problem is that he, like, go, 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 again, I just love the trail, son. Me too. I can't know what you're going to go ahead. But it's like, <laughs> he, he negotiated in the public, in the public eye. Which mm-hmm. would. There is a time and place for that, but he was not. In that, he was not in that position. If he had a great that he should bring to them, let them know about it, let them take it or shut it down, whatever, and then move on. But like, people can't see you taking these L's publicly. Publicly. You know who don't take them publicly? Conor McGregor. Exactly. Conor don't take no public L. Like, especially like when it comes to UFC. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, and it's there's a right around way to do things, and he just. First he's saying that, oh, because, like, and this is, like, days apart, some of these tweets. First he's saying, oh, he wants a, t- a two-dump fight, uh, a catchweight fight in between mm-hmm. heavyweight. heavyweight and, like, weight, heavyweight. And then, like, two days later, he's saying, oh, he want to fight Francis now for heavyweight, and it, it has to be for the belt. He's not a champion, so uh, for the belt. <laughs> Both are even champions, so where the belt can come from? Are you saying it should strip Stipe, who is, like, again... You know, it, it, as Shell puts it, Steve is like the, the one true hero in the UFC right now. He's the one person that, you know, what I mean, like, how can you strip that guy? Mm. Where everybody's staying home and feeling safe, you know, they're putting, putting your life on the line. You know what I mean? When he don't have to, because he he is making enough money in UFC, but he don't have to do that. He literally don't have to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what, you gonna strip that guy? Like that? Like, like that's, that's you want the UFC to do? Strip that guy? And then after that, he can't got any feelings. Oh, he might bounce because he ain't getting get from here, man. Like getting kind of like Tyron Woodley, huh? He just, just need, he just need to much like Kevin Durant. I feel the same about Kevin Durant. Just put your phone down, man. No, no, don't get in all these Twitter fights and all these. They don't do nothing for your brand, man. You better off just letting people air out the mouth and say what they want, and just let them chirp. That's what Twitter for. It's free to trip. So go ahead. You know what I mean? And then respond when it's the right time and when it's the right... You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's... This whole... I don't know if people feel like Twitter is there to, like... It's like high school. Man. Like, oh, somebody something, so now you got to reply and all that. It's, that's not necessarily the case. Like, I guess people feel like, oh, if, if you don't reply... Make oh, you look weak. Make, make you look weak. But that's, that's, that's far from the truth. So so far from the like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't reply. You just gotta reply at the right time, and with the right with the right response. And you ignoring people is can like, the, can the mature thing to do? It, it could be the mature thing. Like look, look at um, Eminem and um, Nick Cannon. <laughs> I don't know if you know about that, but mm. Nick Cannon been trying to get Eminem to, to battle for the longest while. This is a few months ago, even before yeah, COVID, yeah. and he put out all kind of this. Right, like, yeah, Eminem respond? <laughs> Not one time. No, I haven't seen any, like. There's been a lot of fake Eminem responses. People like, you mm-hmm. know, person, Eminem saying, "Oh, this Eminem." Remember even taking him on, and, and look how that just went away. And did, did I do it? Did, did that bring down Eminem brand in any way? No. I don't know. Like, like, first of all, it was it was stupid. And they kind of would have 
he was stepping into a realm that he, 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 what he was trying to do, he was trying to build the, the um, Wild and Out brand. Mm-hmm. So he wanted, he wanted them to battle on. He want, first he wanted Eminem to come and Wild and Out. Mm-hmm. Which was Eminem was like, man, doing that shit. And then uh, he started getting all his Wild and Out friends to, pretty much the whole, all the track is, is all his Wild and Out friends rapping and he probably have like one line in there or whatever and like, mm-hmm. you're not a rapper dude, like, you, you're going to rap battle Eminem and win. But he, putting himself, they kind of trying to put himself in a position to, to get his name out there and get publicity. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, I don't, he, I don't even think he care about the winning or the losing part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't really take him on because that's like, <laughs> what I gonna do for his brand? <laughs> and it didn't diminish his brand by not by not responding. You know what I mean? Is people just have this high school mentality where you have to respond. You, you don't want to have to respond. Yeah, Jones just. To put no, the phone I, down. I want to see how they're gonna put. Actually, I, I, I want to see this this um this UFC come out this week. Because they usually make a lot of announcements around you. They usually make a lot of announcements, and also they'll have Dana White in front of a mic, and I want to have anyone ask him about Jones. <laughs> I want to have Dana White's perspective on <laughs> on this thing. Because I'm pretty sure a good journalist will ask him. Mm-hmm. So Jones just I don't know. Cause and, and the next problem with Jones is that he he want more money for the fight, which is the biggest problem in the whole act. UFC right in a tough position. The company we're in a tough position, and you try to put him in an even worse position because you want more money. Get the fuck get from him. <laughs> like, yeah. What? You have no. He, he he he. I don't know the man. He he's proven to me that he's a very selfish person. He's an extremely selfish person, and and he don't know. He, he had a lot of fame early So he's still immature In a lot of ways mm-hmm. You know that, That's his biggest Problem right now For me like His, his yeah. immaturity like, like Where in like In the world like, You could bring an idea To your boss Like if If, if I say like Let's stick it in the Mainstream thing like, I, have, I have A new way We could display Whatever merchandise I say hey, come to the boss. Hey, I think we could Display this the Merchandise kind of way I don't want to race for it and be like Okay thanks for the idea You know if, if I let you do it Because your idea That's on me I could just run with it You know what I mean mm-hmm. You know Not to mention We're in, a, we're in, a, we're in a, a, a crisis right now We're money tight And you looking for a raise Get from here Like I, 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 I honestly want to know What's his thought process Behind asking for more money For this fight Just him not thinking Everything out through Like we talked about earlier Just didn't think it out through Thoroughly enough to See if it makes sense. And he don't have people in his corner to say, well, hey. Clearly he don't. I I, I truly wonder, like, who's his friends? Who's the people that he to listen to them? Because... Could be a bunch of yes men and stuff. A bunch of yes men, a bunch of... Stupid people in People that are in, you know, in a position to tell them, hey, this is the way things actually are. And this is we should probably go about doing things. Yeah, whatever. Right? He just... He need to make that circle better somehow. Yeah, looking forward to UFC this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, with that note, I think we're going to end it here. Covered a lot this podcast. Um, we do want to continue to, you know, spread the podcast. We do want to keep growing it. We do want to, you know, cater to all our listeners and all our supporters. No matter where you listen, across the globe. We love you guys. So, continue to be good. Take care of yourselves. Be good to each other. Isaac Boys out.